Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Simple, transparent, affordable. That's what they like to say over at Crescent Tide Cremation Services. And when I say they, it's a family-run small business here in St. Paul. Uh, Lisa and Verlin, they used to be in the full-service funeral business. um, And one day they decided, you know what, it just seems like so many people these days... Uh, when a loved one dies, they want a simple cremation and they want to go have a celebration of life that, you know, makes sense to that person, that feels right. Um, it seems like every time I go to a funeral these days, that is the scenario. You know, you, there's a simple cremation and then you go have a party somewhere or you go scatter ashes somewhere. You just, you, you take it outside the funeral home, you know, situation. And that's what Lisa and Verlin do. Uh, they do offer... Uh, visitations if you want and you can uh, pay a little bit extra for that but that's where the transparent part comes in they'll talk you through these things they're not going to try to trick you into spending more money than you need to they're good people over there simple transparent affordable simple cremation started just eight hundred dollars good morning hour three of the donna and steve experience on my talk 1071 everything entertainment Woo! donna valentine and steve patterson Along with Mike the Zamboni. Oh, honk, 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 honk. Oh, See, Donna, now you're coming it. around. It's fine. Honk, hey, honk um, it is. Can't beat him, join him. That's what I always say. Thank you. You're right about that, lady. Thanks, Steve. What? What? Let me start with good news. Okay. Is that okay? Absolutely, Steve. Thanks, Donna. Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Never heard of it. It's coming back. And it's coming back to, not to HGTV, where Jesse Tyler Ferguson had a brief resurgence with it. I think it was back in 2020. But it's coming back to ABC. Big deal. Mainstream. Um, And guess who it's going to be headed up by? Not by Ty Pennington. Oh. Uh, Melissa Peterman. (laughs) <laughs> she is, no, no, no. <laughs> Melissa Peterman uh, is going to be hosting Person, Place, or Thing. Okay, new game show that just got picked up by Fox, Melissa. which is awesome. Uh, no, it's going to be hosted by Joanna Teplin and oh. Clea Shearer of The Home Edit. Oh, cool. So it's really fun. They're going to be uh, they're going to be taking over. Of course, that show, which shockingly, I still have not watched. And I don't say that sarcastically. Like, I like... Little home decor organizations. I like watching that. I find it very satisfying to watch. I think I watched one episode, the very first episode, where Reese Witherspoon was a guest. Uh, but people just fell in love with the two of them, and now they are uh, prepping the the reboot of Extreme Makeover 
Home Edition. And it's going to, just like the original, if you missed out on the original, it will offer families in need of a major renovation or even very often a rebuild of their existing home. And then Shearer and Teplin from the Home Edit, uh, they'll also work with the families to edit every single item they own, deciding what to part ways with, what to keep that will set their new home up with some smart systems built for success. Got it. But it's fun news, too, um, because it was actually uh, Shearer, Clea Shearer, who had been diagnosed with cancer. And she was publicly walking that journey on Instagram. And I feel like I just saw a post from her just the other day where she was, you know, just talking about how difficult some of the days can be. Um, And that diagnosis came on the heels of them having this smash breakthrough success. And so what a crazy time it's anytime cancer affects you it's a it's a crazy time and earth shaking but the juxtaposition of this huge success and then this huge life-changing diagnosis it's i was happy to read this headline because i just thought good i'm glad that she seems to have a positive prognosis though the journey is certainly still very difficult Mm -hmm. and that new projects are still coming her way so i think this is great that's great plus it's it's good for your morale you know, you're still working. You're still, right. you know, aspiring. It's great. Okay, uh, that's cool. This, some people might be disappointed about. I don't know. Maybe you don't care one way or the other. But there was a documentary in the works about Louis C.K.'s eventual return to comedy after his fall, of course, due to sexual misconduct. But apparently that is no longer going forward. Paramount started producing it before they merged uh, their streaming service with Showtime. Mm. And Showtime is not down with it. They're scrapping it. Uh, At the time it was announced, a Paramount exec exec had said, I don't think the social change that Me Too has brought about is resolved at all. There's a bit of backlash against Me Too, who has to go away and who's allowed to come back. Not quite sure what that last part means, but I don't know if this documentary is going to move forward somewhere else. But right now, that's where it sits. If you were waiting on that, could the could the um, who has to go away and who's allowed to come back? I say this with no research, but just to throw two names out there, could it have to do with take a Louis C.K. and then take a Matt Lauer? What do you mean? Well, you got two people who both got caught up in the Me Too movement. Yeah. Right? There were things that were brought to light. Yeah. And one has sort of gone away and doesn't sound like there are any offers of, you know, people reaching out. And then Louis C.K., who is slowly but surely just, you know, returning to work. Right. Could they be alluding to that? Oh, that could be. That it's be. like, who's got to go away? Who's saying. allowed to come back? It's. I see what you're saying. Yes, that makes sense. And, you know, in, they're in two very different avenues of entertainment for sure for sure we have different expectations of our journalists than we do our stand-up comedians and different accusations you're right about that yeah and one person is still denying that what happened happened and the other person took responsibility for it to my recollection right i think so I think there was a Louis C.K. apology. I don't know. There was a flurry of these things that popped up back then. Oh, gosh. Then the pandemic they were, they happened. Were coming Everything's at you. foggy. Yeah. 
Like every time you turn, there was another one. Like, bing, oh my bing, gosh. Bing. You were like, why is Charlie Rose trending? Right. Oh, because it turns out he was Charlie Robe. Right. Crazy. That was yeah, weird. That was weird a crazy time. time. Anyway, so the documentary not moving forward. That is correct. All right. Uh, I th- this is kind of a funny story. This is uh, real quick, but. Little Mermaid, uh, the Prince Eric that they casted for the live-action remake, Jonah Howard King, apparently got a little too buff while training to play Prince Eric. Oh, good they were for like, you. I'm sorry. Did you see it? <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Haven't seen it yet. Uh, but anyway, I guess the, the story essentially goes, there was a little write-up on Entertainment Weekly's website, but he got the role. And then he, he got on this training regimen, but then like a three-month training regimen turned into an eight-month training regimen due to the pandemic and everything getting shut down for so long and they weren't in production. So he just kept eating what they told him to eat and kept getting after it and working out. And he kind of got a little too jacked up. And the director even told the trainer like, hey, we like don't need the Incredible Hulk here. He's just supposed to look like a healthy, you know, uh, guy who works on a ship. But he doesn't have to look like Zeus. Right. (laughs) But Donna, listen, sometimes you go to Clang and Bang, and sometimes the Clang and Bang leads the way, and it takes you. Think of like the cartoon scent, that little green thing that like pulls people by the nostrils. (laughs) You start floating in the air following it. You're like, bro, why am I back here? Tell you what else can help is having a mirror right outside your shower. (laughs) (laughs) I... I'm staying at Matt Belanger's house. Uh-huh. You could literally see yourself showering oh. from his shower. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if this is necessary right now. Yeah. Do do I want to see what my profile nude looks like when I wash the soles of my feet? I don't <laughs> is the answer. That's a hard no. I'll yeah. even sometimes when I look flat straight on at the mirror. Yeah, this just happened yesterday. That's better. You're like, ah, oh, I got to right. take a shower. I I look at myself in the mirror, and I'm just like, all right, this is starting to trim down a little. This is all this is all good. Five minutes later, I get out of the shower and catch myself <laughs> drying my undercarriage in profile. And I was like, well, who the hell is this pregnant man who's looking at me? And why is he drying off at the same time that I am? And then I realized I wasn't at Lifetime. That's just my life. Looking at me in the mirror. I know. It's a whole sitch. So anyway, Lou and I are going through and unscrewing all the light bulbs in the house later today. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody looks better in candlelight. Oh, for sure. Oh, what a journey. Anyway, thanks for sharing. You're welcome. We're vulnerable people. (sighs) When we come back, ah, speaking of vulnerable people, there is a list of things that people think they're good at, (laughs) but aren't. Maybe there's something that you know, is kind of hitting a nerve with you. We'll go down the list, see what you have to say about it uh, when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Well, hello, you guys. It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. You know, I got to tell you, as someone who herself suffered a personal injury as a kid, I can tell you that an accident like that is physically and emotionally devastating and oftentimes a huge financial burden on not only the individuals but also their families that's why when an accident happens it is so important to have someone advising you 
someone with experience. It doesn't cost anything to call to meet uh, with Mike Bryant over at Bradshaw and Bryant or a member of his team. So here's the deal. Don't sign anything. Don't make a statement until you've spoken with a personal injury attorney. Mike can help you understand your options and help with insurance forms and answer any other questions you uh, might have. Uh, This way you can focus on your recovery. Mike Bryant seeking justice for the injured. You can contact him very easily at Bradshaw and Bryant. They are online at MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com. All right. Good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything. Entertainment. And occasionally noises like that. I hurt my hand. I'll be better moving forward. Your, your honor. I don't think you will. Okay. Thank you. I almost broke my desk. Studies have shown that <laughs> studies have shown that the microbial several long-term ah! studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect married couple, Donna and Steve. I'm sorry, Steve. Please continue. Just say I accidentally punched my desk and it almost shattered. You should see the other desk. I don't know how to do this part. <laughs> what do you mean it almost shattered? Just th- I just think because of the force at which my, my hand came forward. Are you in a new room? No. Hmm. It just turned okay. and smacked hard. I'm sorry for your suffering. I just... <laughs> I, I don't know if I should say what I'm going to say. You have to now. Son of a gun. You've already made it awkward. That's how radio works, I guess. Keep the thoughts inside next time. So it turns out, I, I'm, I'm learning this, I'm confirming this. Yams, I, I think yam is a funny word to say. Yam. You know, Laurel. Yanny. Hmm. Similar to that. It turns out I am now confirming that yams can refer um, to a, a buttocks, a buttocks, a woman's buttocks. What? Yams. Are Look you talking those. about gams? No. <laughs> Wait a minute. What are gams? Gams are legs, right? No, I'm talking about yams. Huh. Yams, according to the not Webster's Dictionary, <laughs> is... <laughs> All right, let me read you two definitions. One says, in slang, yams can refer to two different things. It can refer to a woman's buttocks usually as a compliment for those with larger bums, thighs, or sometimes chest muscles, let's call them. Alternatively, it can refer to drugs, particularly cocaine. Okay, so there are a couple of uh, things there that I was not intending. Then I looked down and yam. How about this definition? The other proper one, Donna. The edible starchy tuber of a climbing plant. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I want to leave. But here's my point. You know how I start saying things and I can't stop saying them and I just don't know why I keep saying them? Yes. Right now, I find it very satisfying, and I know my reputation will be further harmed by saying this, but I find it very satisfying right now to say, Pappy wants those yam yams. <laughs> no, wait. No, wait a second. So at a couple of different points, suddenly, and it was before I knew that it was but, although I was saying it to Lou, so whatever, it works. Who cares? Anyway, so a couple times in the last day, I've just like randomly in the house, Pappy wants them yam yams. Like that, Donna. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Now, listen. I stepped out. That sounds like you want nookie. I understand. Ew. And by the way, I stand by that as well. <laughs> Give me a long enough commercial break. Right. Hey, now. Hey. All right. No, okay. Now, listen. I then am so glad I walked out, and I very could very easily could have opened the door and then yelled that mm-hmm. she was at the door talking to someone a woman from our church oh, handing out like God. materials for like this school thing that we're helping with. And I said to her, you need to slide a note under my door next time. Cause I can fling that door open and yell, Pappy wants some yam yams. <laughs> and then daughter, I said to Lou, then we would have had to change churches. That's the next thing that happens. <laughs> Cause there would never that, be a time. That's exactly right. And you and I talk about this all the time, how crazy we are in our homes, in that studio, and then like if people come by and we are totally <laughs> different. Not fully buttoned up. You all hear the insanity, but we are even more stupid off the air. Yeah. And I just think, boy, we're a fine line for people realizing that we're a sham. Yeah. Yeah. We're not as professional as we sound. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Anyway, I have, I have a survey. It's a survey. It's a study, whatever. whatever. Uh, it's a list of things that people think they're good at, but they aren't. For example, well, uh, telling jokes. There's one. Mm, yeah. Yeah. There's dude. a. I love a great joke teller. They're few and far between, but when you get someone who can really tell a good joke, it's great. Oh, I love when I see someone struggling and they screw it up. And oh my gosh. Donna. It's so fun. Anyway, being a good listener on the list. How do you guys feel about your skills? Not great, not bad. I think it's situational. Sure is. Driving. Everybody thinks they're better than they are. I I I don't think so. I'm like, eh, I'm fine. <laughs> would I want me to be driving? No. Would you, would you let you be an Uber for you? I prefer somebody else. <laughs> uh, staying out of drama. That's tough. Because sometimes you're dragged into drama. Mm-hmm. Being humble. I don't know how to respond I, to that. I pride myself in my humility. So right? I about that. <laughs> Singing. Everybody thinks they're better than they are because mm. you, you usually sing along to the radio, so that's your backtrack. It's you alone. If you heard yourself on a voice memo singing, 
just acapella, you would be horrified. Yeah, I think you're right. If you isolated your vocals. Yeah. Uh, Parenting, Steve. Sure. There are some days I feel like, oh, that that went really well. We crushed it. And there are other stretches of days where I'm like, we're not great at this, but we're trying. And that's all you can do, right? Sure, Donna. Other things that people think they're good at but aren't giving good advice. Oh, come on. Being honest. Hmm. Yeah, it's hard to be honest. <laughs> didn't sound right. Sure didn't sound good. You know what I mean? When it's a difficult thing to be honest about. Not yeah. like, no, I didn't put the remote down there. You know, I'm talking about things that it's that are like could hurt someone's feelings. Sorry, man. I'm just brutally honest. That shirt does not work for you. You know what? Brutally honest guy. We don't need you to be brutally honest. Just be honest or lie to me occasionally. If it will make me feel better. Exactly. Looking cool is on the list. We all think we look cooler. Yep. Communicating, flirting, uh, your job, cooking, Oh, that's that's a tough one. When someone thinks they cooked something really good and you're like, oh, oh I know. Wow, this is so bland. Oh, my gosh. And you're tapping the person under the table. Right. No, truly the best stroganoff I've ever had. Right. Bro. And the person you're tapping doesn't get it. And they're like, why are what? you tapping me? Yep. What? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> anyway, and sex is on the list. There you Donna! go. Bye. Sorry, I blew it's not even noon. Uh, Rocco Clock when we come back. Hey, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com where you, like me, could lose up to a pound of fat a day. Results may vary. But seriously, it happened to me. I did the uh, reduction phase. It lasts uh, 60 days. I started it right around St. Patrick's Day. By the time that 60 days was up, I was down like over 25 pounds. And now that I'm in the maintenance phase, I'm actually keeping it off. Uh, You know, they allow you some cheat days. I had a cheat day on Sunday at Grand Old Day. It was fun. But guess what? Not all hope is lost, and I'm still maintaining that weight. Still looking good in my summer shirts. And this could be you, too. And you could do it like me without exercising, without eating prepackaged meals. There's no counting calories, no counting points. I ate foods I actually like. Steak, pork tenderloin, chicken. Spaghetti sauce with meat in it. It's good. MNFatLoss.com. Call for your free consultation. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show. On my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with Mike the Zamboni. Mike, you're getting married soon. Yes, very soon. Very exciting. How soon? Like within a couple weeks? Within less than three. Wow. Are you taking wow? Are you taking a honeymoon right away? We are now we're gonna do a little few day getaway and just kind of get away from it all after it happens. But uh, the big extended honeymoon's gonna be down a little bit. Okay. Where are you guys headed for that Coon Rapids? The little getaway? Yeah. (laughs) Duluth. Nice. Oh, that's a great spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'll be there during one of the like four to six weeks that it's pleasant. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Weather wise, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Thank you so much. Very exciting. Uh, Steve. Hey there, boob child. I, I, what? Hang on. First of all, <laughs> let me walk this back. Well, mm-hmm. In case that sounded like 
boob. And it I did. Wanted, and, it, and it wasn't supposed to. <laughs> supposed to be boo space child. Mm. Forgive me. I slurred everybody. Turns out I'm not perfect after all. <laughs> Anyways, I would just like that expunged from the record. I'm sorry that it came out that way. That's okay. not my intent. We'll forget about it this time. Although, remember that lady who used to call in and she used to always talk about her husband, Booby? That's right. Yeah. I wonder if Booby still listens. Booby. She still listens. I hope so. All right. But there's a robot mm. that is learning to cook mm. by watching videos where they show you recipes. It's going to take over the world, everybody. Researchers at the University of Cambridge have programmed a machine to make a meal by following how a human being makes it. Mm. They use sophisticated AI that's in the Daily Mail. The robot is then able to work out from every frame which objects it's looking at. Like, is that a vegetable? Is that a hand? Is that a knife? How is it being used? Is that a knife? Guys, might I suggest something (laughs) that doesn't... Take too big of a leap in a sci-fi movie. Yeah. It takes knife, error, error. Yeah. And now you're at an axe-throwing convention. The trouble is you're the bullseye. Yeah, yeah. We are... Terrified. We are so (laughs) bringing a robot apocalypse on ourselves right now, and we're not going to stop. Anyway, over time... It's able uh, to identify all those things that I mentioned so it can watch these videos. And then in theory, there could be a good, you know, use for it that it could really, you know, work and help to speed up food production. It could provide Mm -hmm. food where workers can't be. All I know is workers are at risk, it Mm -hmm. seems, more and more. Um. They they will say though that these these robots are not interested in like the TikTok videos, the thirty seconds of like here's how I make my summer go to salad, and then all like those top shots where it's just throw this in, then this, then this, then this. They don't like that, so that's good. So the robots aren't on TikTok. All right. I mean, China's probably spying on us, is what they tell us. But you know, the robots aren't there. What's going on? I'm scared. The end. But you've got that cabin to run away to, you know? The rest of us, we're living out here in the middle of where it all is going to go down. They won't get robots up up north for Ah, years. You're probably right. I don't even think we have Wi-Fi. I really don't. (laughs) That's great. Part of the reason I don't rent. Like, who's going to want to go up there if there's no Wi-Fi? A lot of people would, actually. And that, you that you was, could rent that out, Donna. My point of the cabin was to shut it all down. That's why I don't have cable. I don't have, you know, streaming, obviously, because I don't have Wi-Fi. Donna, you could absolutely market that because people are looking for ways to get unplugged. They want to be away from the temptation, and it's right. easier to put it all down Thank you. if you can't connect to it. I get the feeling you wouldn't trust people in your cabin, though. No, I, I mean, I loan it out to friends all the time. In fact, I have people on the calendar who are going to be using it. Friends. But if it was just Pete and his family who wanted to come up there for a weekend and then they'd pay you $500 for the weekend, you're like, mm, mm. I don't know, Pete, show me your papers. Show me your pictures. <laughs> <laughs> what, you have a certain look? They got to look no, cool I and mean, put the cabin said, vibe? You know, I... 
they're going to be sleeping in my bed. Mm. You know? How do you feel about strangers sleeping in your bed? Not positive. Yeah. We're going to do that. We're we're going to we're taking off in the middle of July and we have some some of my sister's family or my my brother-in-law's family. They're going to come and stay here. They're going to be sleeping in the bed. Oh, you're giving up your bed? Well, we're going to be in Florida. Oh, you're leaving. They're coming here. That's correct. Are you? We're going to Florida because if you study climate, they say the best time to go to Florida is August. Is the middle week of July. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's going to be great. So are you going like on a... Don't You and your lady? about I just, it. So you're leaving the kids is what you're doing, right? No, I'm not. We're taking the whole family. This is for my father's 75th wedding. Uh, wedding. <laughs> Let me try it all. Yeah, this and then time, I have questions. I'll speak better and I'll say honest things. I doubt that. It's for my father-in-law's 75th birthday. Father-in-law. Okay, yes. got it. Yeah. And why is your family coming here? My sister, her husband, his family is coming in to celebrate his 50th. Oh, how nice. Okay, so you're letting them stay at your house. That is correct. Oh, that's lovely. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Where, wow. Where's the wow like, in what I just said? Boundary guy is letting people stay at his house. This guy's big on boundaries. Look, the only thing, I a, a pre-planned like, hey, can we come and stay with you? That is different than a, it's late, can we just stay over? These spontaneous sleepovers, mm. we're not 15 anymore. You're not calling mom to say, is it okay if I just stay here? If you make a plan ahead of time, that's different. It's different. It's different. Okay. We're on a break. Yeah, you got a lot of kids. I think that makes a big difference, too. Well, no, and if it's not planned, I just don't want to see you in the morning. If we were staying up late, I don't want to see the thing that's like, so oh. weird. I would love to like wake up like in another part of your house and be like in the kitchen with my hair all messed up. Yeah. Wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt and being like, good morning. I made breakfast for the whole family. Yeah. I'm not. I don't hate. I, I don't hate that when people are staying here. There's there's a real communal vibe. I like. We we love breakfast when we have family stay here. We love the time to have coffee, go sit out on the patio or yes, the deck. That's like prized time. Yes. But if if you and like two other people came over and then game night went late, and then you just stayed, it's like no, you're not supposed to be here in the morning. Please leave. Wow. Thank you. Good to know. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's mac and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. If you're so hungry today, soup, 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 soup is for your mouth. Cafeteria's Brian. What hey, Brian. Hi. It's Donna and Steve. We're hey. live on the air. Say hello to the Twin Cities. Hello, Twin Cities. It is. Oh, and an exasperated sigh about 11 seconds into the call. Yeah. Brian, what is the soup of the day today? I have a, what is it, chicken corn chowder. Oh, oh, yum. Corn chowder I used to not like, and then oh, I had it so and was good. like, this is good. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. What's, the, uh, what's the entree today? I have a Greek goddess salad with green goddess dressing. Oh, oh that sounds amazing. Brian, when do you think the soup is going to end for the season? What? When it doesn't. It doesn't. What are you Wait, talking about? All right, I just want to double check. Sorry, no, I can't. 
Well, you know you can't now. Well, for he, this and more important reasons, I can't. Oh, sure. The big people. Yeah. yeah. The important people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Not the, you guys. The third floor yeah, kingdom. Kill this segment. I can't wait. <laughs> well, neither can Lori and Julia. Oh, they don't like it, huh? They don't, don't like it, so. huh? My sister, so. my sister said the other day though she texted, and uh, after you didn't pick up, Donna, as she says every couple months, I don't know. Should we just can this? She said, if you guys can this, I just sat in my car for an extra seven minutes, waiting through the commercial break to see what the soup was today. I wonder why. <laughs> I, I wonder it. if it's inspiration or yep, what. There we go. All I'll right. be an odd bit of curiosity. You're yeah. inspiring the entire Twin Cities, Brian. And Except then for Lori and Julia, not them. Except yeah, for yeah, them. Yeah. yeah, not them. Maybe, maybe Julian, not Lori. Definitely not. We have to go. All right. Bye, Brian. All right. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn next. Slow J after that. And then evening programming. Your local news at 10.